Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the seventh inning stretch. So join us now for Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Ladies and gentlemen, he who breaks the rules goes back to the house of pain. Sean, I had a thought, and I was thinking about baseball and the terms. Were you thinking it to yourself? I was thinking to myself, you know, because I was, it's sort of on topic this week as opposed to last week, this opening. But, you know, when you, when the pitcher pitches a ball and it goes over home plate and Mm -hmm. there's a swing and a miss, it's called a strike. Yeah. Strike. Strike one, strike two, strike three. What are they striking? They're striking nothing. Why don't they call it? Why don't they call it an air swing? <laughs> swing one. Or swing two. Swing, swing one. Swing two. Air swing one. Air swing two. How about air swoosh? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> well, no, but you could swing and it would be a ball. So you still have to say something that and you can distinguish swing. it from a strike. Uh, well, how uh, about miss? Uh, a miss. Like, miss one, miss two, swoosh. (laughs) You know, all we hear is air. You know, you're hitting nothing except the occasional bird, maybe, or or air. But I thought, you know, strike, what are you striking? That's interesting. Oh, but of course, also, too, if it's a foul ball, that's a strike, and you did hit it. But if it's a foul ball, it it hit, but it it clips the ball, and it goes goes in the, uh, past the first or third base lines. Yeah. I don't know. I think you need to work on that. I need to work on it. Okay. Maybe the... (laughs) Our listeners can help me out. And why do they call it a strike? What have, what have they struck? Except, it, you know. It is, it is May. Uh, their baseball is. Baseball season. Yeah, is out. And we're talking about baseball on a poetry podcast because we're going to talk about a baseball poem today. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, so, episode 30, Wacky episode Poem 30, Life. I'm toasting. I'm going to toast you, Sean. We have some wine here. Toast episode 30. Oh, do it again. I don't know if you can hear that. Do you, do you, do you, here it goes. Bang. Guys. Don't want to break the glass. Pling. 30. Toasting to 30. 30. The big 30. That was a big age for me, the big 30. You know, 40 was worse. Well, actually, 30 was worse because I thought 20s are gone. Oh, well. (laughs) That was a couple of years ago, everyone. So I moved on. (laughs) It's amazing to think. I was trying to think. I was a very, well, I wasn't very young, but I was a, a mother of a very young child when I was 30. Well, when you so, were 30, you were young. You yeah, just, you, you, I was very busy at 30. Not, no doubt. Working full-time with the little boy. Yeah, that would keep you busy. That <laughs> certainly would keep you very busy. Luke was very busy-inducing child. Yeah. Did you, ever, did, you ever, did you ever tell Luke, Luke, I am your mother. You will <laughs> sure. listen to me. <laughs> I'm sure I did many times. And uh, I did not name him after Luke Skywalker. I just I liked the name Luke and not very many... I mean, it wasn't that many kids had that name. I, you know, maybe it's he was always now, in school. He was only the only Luke. Luke, Luke yeah. is a good, that's a good, yeah. uh, strong name. It yeah. reminds me of a uh, logger yeah. or someone, someone that fails trees or, <laughs> or drives a railroad car. So a good name. Absolutely. Not that there are any bad maybe names. Maybe a baseball player. Baseball player. Even though offhand, I can't think of any swinging, baseball players. Uh, swinging, Luke. swinging Luke Perkins. <laughs> Or, no, that's not, that's not Perkins, is it? Uh, I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We, we digress. I'm not even sure he's listening. 
Because oh. he's got kids of his own oh. now. Well, he's he, too busy to listen two, to us. Two young girls, you know, who, who has time to listen to podcasts. <laughs> right. Right. We're talking today. Here we are. Hi, everybody. Hello, We're everyone. in the Rural right. Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. We come to you every week with an episode about a poem that has been left in the museum or, in some cases, mailed to us. And this one was. So we have an exhibit in here. This is May when we're talking to you, even though it might not be May when you when you listen to this. We have an exhibit on uh, Mickey Mantle. It's from the Oklahoma History Center. It's called Mickey Mantle Baseball Hero in, in Black and White, and it's just a bunch of photographs Yeah, it's a very cool him. exhibit. Very mm-hmm. cool exhibit. And the kids will love to come in because they can get a free card. You get two. free baseball cards. Oh, oh gosh. We have baseball haiku and other mm-hmm. baseball poetry and chances for you to write your own baseball poetry. And before we got in the exhibit, we had a contest on create your own baseball card and you could make up a baseball player or you could take one that was already out there in the world and just do your own spin on a baseball card that had the picture of the player on one side and a poem that you wrote about him or her on the other side right and so this is the the winner that we're talking about today of the three age three through ten category and this was a, a boy named Gordon Bryan, who Oops. lives in Glenpool, Oklahoma, who wrote about a player I had never heard of. Uh, an Oklahoma player. An no Oklahoma less. player right. called Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin. Mm-hmm. Pepper Martin. What a, what a, I wonder how I got the name Pepper. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> that's an interesting ponderation. I found out a lot of things about him, Did and you? I don't know if we're going to talk about <laughs> about many of them. Or, or peppered something, <laughs> you know. It's a cool. It's a kind of a cool poem, you know, kind of a vintage feel to it. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's neat. Mm-hmm. Well, shall I read? We'll discuss. Yes, please. All right. You can't run for home like Pepper Martin. He's the fastest card around, diving for home face first like no other player around. Wild horse of the Osage, always fighting to win. He can run for home like none other. That is Johnny Leonard Roosevelt Martin. Yay! Yeah, diving for <laughs> diving in face first. Yeah, he had four names. I guess that's why they decided. You know, we we got to shorten all that stuff down to Pepper. Pepper, Pepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call you Pepper. Maybe you like pepper on his eggs. <laughs> I like the fact that this young man who wrote this, uh, he's the fastest card around. Now that sounds like something a a kid from the thirties, forties, fifties would use. Mm-hmm. You're a fast card. <laughs> You're a fast card on the field. That, that, that's that's, I like ex- that. that's exactly how I took that for a long time until I figured out that that was abbreviation for cardinal. <laughs> oh, well, bust my bubble. No, I was thinking the same well, thing. Well, because yeah, the first time I read it, I thought, well, that's an interesting way to describe him. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't till I don't know yesterday when I was looking at notes again. I'm like, oh, they he was a cardinal, St. Louis Cardinal. See, that was my my dad's favorite team. I should know that. <laughs> I also liked Wild Horse of the Osage. Yes. I thought, what a great way for him to describe that. Then I looked it up and I thought, that was his That was, <laughs> that was his, his nickname. nickname. Wild, Wild Horse. Horse of the Osage, right. Pepper Martin's nickname. It is a neat little poem. It's it's eight lines, so it's two quatrains and every other line rhymes. So good job on that, Gordon. Yeah. I actually like the last rhyme because he rhymed win with Martin. That's okay. a neat rhyme, isn't it? Yes, it you is. Know, rhyme noticed, his name with the word win. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Remember how we talked about the dash so much in the last episode? You love dash. You're a dasher. (laughs) Gordon used the dash in this poem. He used the dash. I mean, is it surprising that he won? Not surprising, no. If you want to win something, use a lot of dashes, folks. (laughs) Yeah, everyone knows. Sean Sean loves the dash. Yeah. By the way, I'm Sean. I'm Bill. Nice to meet you, Sean. Hi. Glad y'all are here. Yeah, we are very glad. Thanks for visiting us. A little belated introduction At Wacky Poem Live. Yeah. (laughs) You can see the poem. Um... As Gordon wrote it, he hand wrote it with pencil on the, on one side of his card, and on the other side he drew it's a pencil sketch it. of Pepper Martin, he and you drew can that. see it at wackypoemlife.com. Yeah, yeah, that's a good illustration. It yeah. is. He looks pretty scary. He looks kind of scary. <laughs> he has kind of an evil grin. You know, he, he's toothy. <laughs> yeah, Pepper's toothy in this drawing. Yeah. He's got but, a t- uh, you, and, and you know why that is? He do, he's he's. Dove headfirst into first into into home plate. That's many right. Times. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. didn't care. Didn't yeah, care. and he he looks kind of dirty and unshaven, <laughs> and that that would go with what I kept seeing when I was reading about old Pepper Martin. Uh, he was in the he played for the St. Louis Cardinals in the in the thirties, maybe into the forties. I can't remember now, but they kept calling them the Gas House Gang. The Gas House, and I was like, "What? What in the heck is the Gas House Gang?" Right. And I finally found an explanation of it, and it's basically um, they were one of his teammates said that old people just think we're a bunch of gas housers, and so then I don't know what that was either. So I had to look at look up Gas House, and it refers to a factory where they took uh, coal and they turned it into gas for the town. And so it's, you know, kind of smelly. And a lot of times these factories were by railroad yards in the poor neighborhoods the in the city. On the wrong side of the tracks. On the wrong side of the tracks, the wrong side of the tracks mm-hmm. here. So. so these were, I guess, the Cardinals in the 30s. Those of you all who out there are big baseball fans, you mm-hmm. probably already know this. They were scrappy bunch of guys, mm-hmm. gas housers. Yeah. It wasn't an East Coast team. It was you know, sort of a... <laughs> Mid Mid America team. It wasn't a gang like we know gangs nowadays. The Gas House Gang. And back then, baseball players were not, you know, hugely compensated. I wouldn't think. You know, it it was, um, you know, certainly uh, uh, an um, accolade to get to play, but it wasn't what it is today. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The raucous gas house era in the 1930s. That's how it was described, too. Yes, you know, that's interesting. (laughs) Because I I thought gas house was sort of like, hmm, I wonder what this means. My mind went somewhere else. (laughs) I know. You know, I'm glad to know that. Mine, too. Yeah. (laughs) I also found this quote about him. It was kind of funny. It's from a book by Lee Allen. And it. It says this of Pepper, quote, a chunky, unshaven hobo who ran bases like a berserk locomotive, slept in the raw, and swore at pitchers in his sleep. He didn't like him. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. That's yeah. I guess that's a gas houser right well, there you know, for you. Slept in the raw. I, you know, that's a that's a tough player. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Play. Well, like Gordon says in his poem, you know, he just flew into home plate face first. Flew in face first. Yeah. Sort of like a, you remember the movie The Sandlot? Yes. Back in the 80s and the yeah. little scrappy kids that played in the lots. And that's kind of what I pictured when I read some of the yes. uh, biography of, of, of Pepper. Uh-huh. You know, scrapping around, playing in these little lots with, with kids his age and learning the sport. Yeah. I And I guess that's where he, he developed his love of it. He was born in a little town in southeastern, southwestern Oklahoma called Temple. Temple. It's almost in Texas. It's yeah. in Cotton County. 
It's not much smaller. I mean, we're here in Locust Grove. It's about the same size town, a little over a thousand yeah, down there. Yeah, that's what in I Temple. read, nine hundred or nine eighty yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's down there. I've been in that area by the Wichita Mountains and not north of Wichita Falls, Texas, which I've never been to Wichita Falls. But uh, it's a very dry area, and the grasshoppers there are huge, and they will <laughs> they will slap you in the face like a I don't know, like a big fish. You could. Uh, you could bat the grasshoppers can, around, oh, I guess, down can. there if you're doing some. You certainly can. Prime time for baseball, uh, baseball career. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely. There was a, a great article on Pepper Martin that I, I was reading on the internet, and it was uh, it's uh, written by uh, oh I forget who it's written by, but it's <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll come up with it here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> But it's in the it's in the SABR Society for American Baseball Research uh, website, and there's a great article on Pepper Martin, and it's quite quite lengthy, and it's written by Norm King, N O R M K I N G, Norm King. Great great article there, very descriptive. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where he talks about him being the wild horse of the Osage? That was mentioned. That was mentioned there. Yeah. You know they kept calling him that, and Gordon calls him that in the poem. That's kind of a neat descriptor, even though he was not native, as far as I could tell. Yeah, I thought he might have been native because he's d- darker complected in the photos I saw, and I thought, <laughs> I well, think, no, I think that's just he didn't shave. Maybe that's the dirt from sliding into home plate. I don't know. But uh, um, I thought, well, this will be interesting because he's, he's actually Native uh, American. But I, I haven't, I haven't. Found I don't that. believe so. Okay. No, I think I think one of these things that we just can't... a pale face like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a rumor he played for the Hominy Indians, a 1930 pro football team that was in Hominy, Oklahoma. But I think that was just a rumor, rumor because I only saw that one time. These rumors. Most of it, it was, it was, you know, his baseball career. Yeah. yeah. I did. I mean, he was a, he was a, a scrappy guy. He was a character, I'm sure. He was probably actually not someone I would like. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that from what I've read. I understand. Yeah. I mean, there was something about when he was injured one time and he was in the hospital and he wanted this jazz band to come in and entertain him. And he got him in there and they just caused a, a big uproar. I mean, it's a hospital. People yeah. are sick and, you know, and he didn't care. And, you know, I don't yeah, know. Bring in a, let's bring in a band. <laughs> I don't care that you've lost your leg or your appendix, whatever's happened. I do like some of the things that that, that he said. I mean, he, he had some, some interesting Ideas. There was a 1940 Time magazine article, and uh, it said about him, One spring day in 1931, a dust-covered, bow-legged young man with a hawk nose, buffalo shoulders, and long, hairy arms marched into the St. Uh, Louis Cardinals training camp and announced to the manager, I'm Martin. The manager stared at him, and then he asked rookie Martin why he was late, and Martin explained he'd been detained in jail for riding a freight. But we sent you railroad tickets, the manager told him, and Martin said, what do you take me for, dope? I cashed them in and rode for nothing. <laughs> so you got some cash and a free ride. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of okay, isn't it? It is okay. Yeah, get on, get, like a hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Get on the train and, yeah. and pocket that money, that money. Save that money for uh, you know something something <laughs> cool, cool and wet at the you know saloon down the street or something. Yeah. yeah. Now of course I'm not sure Gordon wanted to include that in his poem here. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to you yesterday about um, baseball terms that are, transcend baseball. Yeah. And, and, and everyone knows what you're talking about. And I wrote some down and they're, they're interesting. Okay. For example, if I said these things, you would know what I was talking about. I struck out at the casino. 
You, you would know that I probably didn't hit a yeah. jackpot, right? Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's it a baseball out. term. You swung air at the casino? I swung air. <laughs> I swung air. I hit nothing. Struck nothing. Um, I made it to second base with Susan. I, cr- I, I, crushed, I, I crossed out third because I thought that's inappropriate for this podcast. I only made it to what, second base. What Susan are you going to second base with? Uh, she, she's fictional. She's fiction, <laughs> fictional Susan. Run around Sue, like the song says. But you know, you know what that means. Like I made it all the way to second base. Like oh, that's that, that hussy, whatever. You know. Just a minute, I got to do something. Oh, Bill. Okay, <laughs> we're opening our baseball snacks now. You know. <laughs> um, and if I said I swung for the fence at that job interview, that means you probably know I tried hard to get it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I really swung for the fence from on that. You know, let me swung hard. And what about this? Is this true? Um, I sat in the nosebleed section. You know, is that a baseball term? I think that My could dad? be any, any term where you're in any, the stadium. Okay, it'd we'll, be in a concert we'll even, kind of couldn't it? That. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, it? mark that one out. Mark it out. That didn't work. And what about this? My birthday surprise was a home run. I mean, it was just yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, if something's a home run, it's like wow, that was a the, celebration, celebration, a joyous, successful, successful. Yeah, a joyous so thing. That is how that is how this sport has influenced our uh, speech mm-hmm. and our, our the way we the way we, we talk is it's such a national pastime. Mm-hmm. And football is as well, but baseball is has a little more rich um, history, I believe. Um, I don't. I can't remember. I don't know of any baseball, uh, football terms that are so universally known. Like I'm sure they're out there, but oh, they, yeah, it seems be. like baseball is more. Be. Yeah, this has reminded me. My sister wrote a an essay once. We, uh, both of my sisters and my mom and I, we all uh, wrote a bunch of things and we put them together for this book <clears throat> a while back. And uh, she wrote an essay about her marriages, and she. Used the metaphor of (laughs) batting. Yeah, she used baseball metaphor to develop the essay. You know, first husband strike one, second husband strike two, third husband strike three. Yeah, but she wasn't out because the fourth one was the right one. Okay, so she didn't. She thought she had struck out, but that you know got another chance at plate. Yeah, started over. Started over. Started over. But was I guess a better player at that time? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Swung learned. Did, didn't learn from air. striking out. Yeah, didn't strike out. Learned from swinging at air. <laughs> Hit a home run. Yeah. So, listeners, cow. I opened a bag. You heard me open it of Skinny Pop popcorn. This is yeah. very sad. <laughs> 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 because I went to the store before this episode. Well, of course, it was before this episode <laughs> um, to get peanuts and cracker jacks. You know, buy me some, some peanuts, peanuts and cracker jacks. jacks. I don't care if they ever go back. So it's root. Yeah. Root. We know. We got it. We got it. We, we won't go on. There were no Cracker Jacks in the store. Yeah. Oh, my. And there were no shelled peanuts. No shelled peanuts. No. So I had to get mixed nuts. Mixed nuts and In a skin, can. And Skinny And Skinny girl. Pop. It's, pop. Said, it's not the same. It's such a new age. I'm eating you know? here. No. No, it's just, it's light and fluffy, not... You you like that caramel that caramel crunch mm-hmm. and you like to get that occasional peanut mm-hmm. that was the treat oh yeah when you got that when you got that peanut on the on the caramel popcorn that was the treat oh, yeah those, those toasted roasted I'm sure peanuts. they still make cracker jacks don't oh, I'm they I'm sure I'm sure they do. I mean I've had yeah. some not too long ago it was kind of a letdown kind of a letdown yeah because yeah. you know only half the box was full I think right. there might have been two peanuts in the whole box <laughs> that is true <laughs> peanuts have gotten scarce and in cracker jacks 
Yes. Do you know what did you really like about Cracker Jacks the when prize, you were young? The prize, the prize. The prize. Do you know what the prizes are nowadays? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Probably a piece prob- of little piece of crappy paper. Probably a reverse tattoo thing. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. even work. I yeah. mean, not even a sticker. Not even a sticker. Not even a when I was little a plastic badge, sheriff's badge, my, or or a ring. My favorite Cracker Jack prize I ever got was actually a little plastic figurine yeah. of Cracker Jack. Oh. The actual Cracker yeah. Jack in this little blue navy. With the little dog at his feet. Uniform with the, the dog at his feet and right. his little white sailor hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was quite a prize. Yeah, because yeah. it <clears throat> had the little loop on the top of it so that you could actually wear it around your neck. My goodness. Mm-hmm. And I put, it on a, I put it on a little chain and you, I wore it a while. You still have Cracker Jack? No, I don't. Oh, no. Don't know what As often happens, probably, you know, we, uh, on your mini bike rides around town and crashes, <laughs> he fell off. He's in a ditch somewhere around town. I crashed on my bike. Crashed and burned. Just the other day, Bill. Oh, no. You seem to have a habit of this, Sean. You know, if you see her laying on her back like a turtle, just help her up and let her, you know, point her the right direction. Well, I have an electric bike nowadays. Okay. You know, so I don't have to do much pedaling. Yeah. But I was going out through the pasture trying to find my dad's cell phone that he lost on his golf oh, cart my. when he was out collecting a bouquet. A bouquet. <laughs> a bouquet of wildflowers for my mom. And he lost his phone, so I was out there looking for it. Yeah. And I was going so slow, and then the grass was so high, it got in my, <laughs> yeah, it got in the tires, yeah. and I just fell over. Got tangled the spokes, and <laughs> over she went. They have those apps to find my phone, right? You know, where you could like ding it, ping it. He look. said it it was probably dead. So well, because he killed it, is laying in the pasture somewhere. <laughs> killed his phone. <laughs> a deer has it now. A deer has it. A I fox. Was, I was thinking of Amos recently. Does he listen to our podcast? No, Does, he doesn't. Oh, no. Oh well, of course. Well, okay. <laughs> Scratch that. Scratch that out. Scratch that. Out. Scratch that. <laughs> well, darn. We're so glad you all are listening to yeah, us. We are. I forgot. I forgot what my point was when I started whatever I was saying. But it was a fun. Did I have a point? It was a fun meandering. (laughs) Yeah, but I've I've forgotten with you as well. But you have a copious amount of notes there about this. I do, just because I, you know, I was just reading about Pepper, and he was a character. I guess he's known for those of y'all who are big baseball. Is anybody who listens to us a big baseball fan? I don't don't know. know. That would be interesting. I don't know. There might be because there are a lot of baseball. There's a lot of baseball poetry out there, and I know a lot of poets that like baseball. Yeah. But anyway, so there's there's a. I was just trying to read up about Pepper, and he is mainly known for the 1931 World Series against the Philadelphia Athletics, because he basically it sounds like he won it for them. Yeah, and set some records that are stand till this day. Yeah, yeah. So, and I wonder if he has family in the state still. I, don't I, know. I, I was wondering if he has any uh, ancestors or, or relatives still in the state. That would be interesting to to know. Yeah, yeah. So he set a record of twelve hits in that series, a nineteen thirty one World Series, four doubles, a home run, five stolen bases, five runs batted in. Um. Had a 500 series batting average, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about baseball, but I know that that's yeah. a phenomenal oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. batting average. He was a hitter. 
And uh, supposedly during the series, he was asked how he had learned to run so fast. And he replied, quote, I grew up in Oklahoma. And once you start running out there, ain't nothing to stop you. Nothing to stop you. (laughs) And occasionally in that part of the state, there might be a bison or two behind you. So you have a real incentive to keep running. Or a buffalo bison. Yeah. Um, Or, but, you know, you might have some grass that twines around That's you true. and, and knocks you, you over, over to <laughs> makes you fall over tip up you got tipped up i was thinking also about sean's the baseball movies that i have there are three that come to mind mm-hmm. they're big 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 movies they're yes. glorious movies yes and, and the three that come to mind are field of dreams yes the natural uh-huh. and a league of their own they're they're yep. just large fun phenomenally uh action filled and they really are feel-good movies yes all three of them yes and they're quite uh, dramatic, mm-hmm. and I think that's because it is so. Uh, it is such a intrinsically in, uh, uh, ingrained national pastime. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> I really love baseball. We used to go and watch the Tulsa Drillers play um, regularly. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. my sisters where she works, they had season tickets. They still do, as far as I know. And we used to go all the time and and get the snacks. Yeah. You know, and the peanuts right. and the. Maybe not Cracker Jacks, but they used to have these corn dogs that were as big as baseball oh, bats. Yeah. You could never and pretzels that were like yeah. ten pounds. Right. Do you remember those? <laughs> yes, I, I do. don't know if they still have those. <laughs> they moved their stadium, you know, from down on Cherry Street, to, Street. At, Street, yeah, okay. uh-huh. to downtown, mm-hmm. which is a nice, beautiful new stadium. But it's beautiful, very Parking, different ambiance. Yeah, uh, but it's a gorgeous backdrop. But yeah, yeah it, it, it was it was quite an event mm-hmm. to go to go to the Drillers game. And uh, everyone knows the organ when they da 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 da. Yes, charge the seventh inning stretch yeah. where you have to get up. Oh and yes, stretch and sing the song. Sing the song. Up. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. And so, the, and the mascot of Tulsa Drillers is Hornsby. Hornsby. <laughs> he's a blue. He's a blue. He's bull. a blue bull. He's a bull. Bull. Yeah. Right. I always think of Bruce Hornsby. Yeah, how he would like that. Mascot. He's he he dances. He dances. Oh, he dances and he does is. the moonwalk. He, uh, and, Falls off the. He romances all the women. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, quite the romance. It's a little scary. <laughs> right. Right. He shoots t-shirts at you. Yeah. from a cannon. Yeah, this is really making me wanting to go to a drillers game again. Yeah, they're so fun. they're fun. One of these days, I'm going to do that yeah. again. I was there a couple of years ago. Yeah. In the um, exhibit we have on Mickey Mantle, I put up a bunch of baseball haiku because I've got this really cool book that I found whenever I was working on the exhibit called Baseball Haiku, the best haiku ever written about the game, edited by Cor Van Den Heuvel and Nene Tamara. And half of them were American poems and the other half are Japanese. A, a few of them I just think are really cool. Um, this one's by that editor, Cor Van Der Heuvel. Geese flying north, the pitcher stops his wind-up to watch. Yeah. Very visual. Mm-hmm. Haiku is very visual. Hence the Japanese connection. Yes. Hence the um, yes. baseball and 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 in Japan is huge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another one he wrote. Dispute at second base. The catcher lets some dirt run through his fingers. Ooh, I, I imagine he did. <laughs> I imagine he did. Yes. It's just a moment. These are little moments frozen in time. On the uh, on the baseball field. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's one by Katokawa Kinyoshi. Lights out, siren. The night game continues by moonlight. 
Well, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wrote one. Did you, do you remember what I wrote? The haiku that yes. I Yes. Do you remember it? I think roughly I said, the crack of the bat and all eyes skyward in unison. Excellent. Thank you. Because I thought, you know, whenever you hear that cracked bat, it's like yeah. everyone just looks. It's like it's no one ever sound. sees the ball. But <laughs> no. It but it's like, where, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Yeah. That reminds me, I was actually at a driller's game once with the guy that I was dating at the time, and we were sitting close to third base, I believe. Oh, my. Well, that he got kind of far, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry. He got farther than that, but not for very long either. <laughs> and a, and a, a ball... A, a swing, I don't know what it was. A ball hit him right on the forehead. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That'll wake you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was kind of scary. Yeah. I'll give you a nice he little seemed, egg. It gave him a little lump, but he was okay. We yeah. stayed for the rest of the game. Yeah. You know, who needs to go to check that out? Who needs to get any sort of a scan? Just stay awake. Just don't go to sleep. Stay awake all night. He was a little odd. He got even after odder that, after, after that. that. <laughs> after that. After that, he got a little more odd. A little more eccentric. I could write a haiku kind about of walked, that, he kind I of guess. Walked, he kind of walked with a little angle from then on, you know. <laughs> Here's another one I really like. It's by Brenda Gannon, another haiku from that book. Slow, high, fly. Somewhere down the line, the whistle of a train. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because so much of baseball is the quiet anticipation, mm-hmm. you know, of, of, of uh, the, the change of batters or the, you know, the the, uh, the Coach walking out to the pitcher to talk, and you know, you're looking around at the overall uh, scheme of things, or maybe uh, a bird or a cat that makes it onto the field. That happened one time. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, get the cat off the field. Yeah, those animals get in trouble when they get out there on the field. Yeah, here's a kind of sad one. This one's by Ed Murkowski. Sides chosen, the boy not chosen, lends me his glove. Oh, dejected. Yeah. yeah, everyone's been the last chosen. But he's lady. nice. He lends him his glove. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you all can see some of these poems and more, or you can buy that book. And um, as I said, it's called Baseball Haiku, and it's from 2007. Cor Van de and Nene Tamara. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. interesting. Interesting. And we have, of course, we have Gordon's poem and his baseball card hanging up and the other winners in the adult category hanging up too there were some other really cool poems that people wrote right. one of them was called betty cracker and it was kind of a take on betty crocker yeah. so it was betty this cracker. yeah it was the chef out there swinging the ball yeah. and and she used all this the woman who wrote it used all this imagery of cooking speaking, to describe of, baseball. speaking of betty crackers and a league of betty their, crackers. and a league of their own uh-huh. maybe it's me but I found that after what it, it is it is you it is who me. is sitting it's always from me, me because it's always me in my strange line of thought. <laughs> but I thought to myself, and I watched the movie. I was not aware of the All American Girls Baseball League until um, uh, I saw the movie back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite, quite a good movie based upon yes. actual uh, uh, historical. Yes, uh, everyone is so good in that but movie. I, but when they when they disbanded, it was like, well, the guys are coming home. Uh, thank you very much. And the women who were so good at what they did and they loved the sport were sort of sent back to mm-hmm. the kitchens and the farms. And it's I, like after the war right, when they'd gone right. out and done all this and work. I thought, and, and I thought, yeah. and again, I thought this, it doesn't feel quite right to it's me. It's off base. It's off base. There we go. <laughs> Something felt off base. You know, that's exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
So I feel like that there is another segment. To, to Those the, women stepped up to the plate. They stepped up to the plate. That's also another one. Look at this. I'm, and what happened to You're blowing to my mind, Sean. But, you know, the, the, right. It, some of them were fabulous players, and they uh, basically yeah. were just like, thank yeah. you very much for your time. And Yeah. They went to bat for the they U.S. To, they went to bat to for the keep team. keep the pastime going. And to keep the morale up. And, yes. you know, to keep the, the sport going and uh, yes. of interest. There were no rain checks. No rain checks. On their watch. No rain checks on their watch. No. <laughs> we're on a roll. Yeah. There were, yeah. But I, I just, I, it's such a great movie. Penny Marshall, bravo, bravo on that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I watch, every time I watch it, I think of springtime. And I, I went, I went Ballpark to Ballpark Figure, how many times have you watched Ballpark it? Ballpark Figure. How many times have you watched uh, it? I bet nine or ten. Okay, yeah. Truly. The I actually haven't seen it in a long time. I need movie. to watch it again. The entire movie. I went yeah. to the, I went to the Sand Springs Theater when I first moved here by myself mm-hmm. to see it. And it was, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. Um. We do have, here in Locust Grove, we do have a, a few guys who went on to the big leagues. One of them was Bob Davis, who played for the Toronto Blue Jays. He was a catcher oh, cool. um, back in the day. And we currently have a, a really standout pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, who is from Locust Grove, Adrian Hauser. Yeah. I did not so people know might know both of them, or I'm sure. Or I look them up at least now. Yeah, names and- yeah, yeah. We also had some players just from the area, Steve Crawford from Pryor. I can't remember who he played for right now. And then Johnny Ray from Shoto played for several oh, years, yeah, too. Oh, yeah, Johnny Ray, right. Yeah. I've seen that sign. Yeah. Correct. Yes. I've got some pictures of them out there in the museum. Yeah. You can come in and write a poem about them. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please come in. Right. You just, um, I wanted to, off to- topic real, real briefly, our friend Yuri. From oh, Lviv, from the Ukraine? From has uh, he, he he was uh, ch- chatted last week? Okay, we we, uh, we communicated quite a lot last Saturday. So he's still doing okay. Doing okay, um, and he he was really excited about there was a Euro Eurovision song contest in Italy uh-huh. and a Ukrainian band Kalush Orchestra. Uh-huh. I told him I'd mention that on their podcast. Okay, Kalush Orchestra won the contest. Awesome, they won the contest, and he was so excited. And the lead singer, one of the lead singers, uh, actually bade farewell to his girlfriend in the audience and went to, to the front lines wow. shortly after. Wow. So, Yuri, I told you I'd mention that, and congratulations to Kalush Orchestra for winning the Eurovision Song Contest. And I'm an old man because I listened to them and I didn't quite get it, <laughs> but they're colorful and it looks like they have some talent. I'll explore further. Right. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that update. Yeah. Go back, if uh, people, if you haven't listened to our episode, Ukraine Testament, several episodes back. Um, you will find out more about Yuri and uh, about the poem that he sent us and our communication with him yes, since then. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Bill, I think we've wasted 30 wasted. minutes. Wasted? Never wasted. <laughs> never wasted. No. No. Time never. Time is never wasted on, on the podcast. And I feel we were not really too much out of our league talking, no, we talking about baseball. We weren't out of our league. We had a league of our own <laughs> right here. Yeah. Okay. But again, you, know, you, you continue to prove my point uh, about how these, these terms are just so are so well known. Yeah. You know, we didn't strike out today. <laughs> we struck gold. We didn't we didn't swing air. <laughs> we were not a gas house gang. Not at all. Not at all. I did shave my chin this morning, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I would have never known that. <laughs> that you know what? It, 
that's how much we trust each other. We share this information. Yeah. You know, I shaved my chin too. It was yesterday. <laughs> Did you all shave yours? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see you all next time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you.